Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with some samples. You guys, allergies suck and it really sucks when my nose is all stuffed up. I can't do anything. I can't even enjoy dinner because I can't taste my food. I can't work out because I feel so tired and I'm out of it and just forget getting ahead on recording the show because I sound so stuffy. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've honestly been using Claritin D for my allergies forever and it's always been my go-to. I know when spring hits, I won't have to worry about my eyes watering like crazy and my nose running like a faucet. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. You guys need to check out June's journey. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Discover hidden clues and solve a riveting murder mystery. Engage with the brain-teasing enigmas of the Roaring Twenties and delve into June's quest to reveal a scandalous family secret. You guys, I love getting lost in this world. It's so beautiful and engaging, and I can't wait to unwind at the end of the day on the couch with this game and a cup of tea. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey everybody, welcome back to our podcast. This is Murder with My Husband. I'm Peyton Moreland. And I'm Garrett Moreland. And he's the husband. And I'm the husband. Oh man, we had some awesome art come in by one of our listeners this week. I don't know if you guys saw it. I posted it on our Instagram. She's a graphic designer and she's super talented and she listened to the podcast and felt inspired and made us a little, I don't know, like what you could call it. Like it's so awesome. Yeah. A cover art. Her name's Autumn Jerez on Instagram. And so, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to her. Thank you so much. It, It was like a surreal feeling to get that. I just... I couldn't believe that that you could be inspired to do something by our podcast. And so it was just awesome. Yeah, no, that was pretty cool. We've been getting some awesome DMs from all of you guys. Even our reviews. Like I get on and read yeah. our reviews and I'm, everyone's just so nice. And it just makes like us feel so good. I like don't even know what to say. I feel like I'm so bad at express like expressing how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I read them and it just I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so nice. You're like, I'm, like people like us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're recording at a different time today. It feels weird. It's early and I feel like it's a little weird. Do you? Yeah, well, cool, because we're re- we're doing it on a today's Thursday. Yeah, today's Thursday morning. Instead of a Sunday. Yeah, we always record on Sunday, so it's a little funky. So if things are weird, that's why. (laughs) Okay, so um, this story was sent in to us by 
Kiana Allred. I really hope I didn't slaughter your name, but that's how I think it is. And if I did, please DM me. Tell me how to like say it properly and I'll correct myself. Was this an email or a DM? It was a DM. Oh, okay. This is the story of Ryan Poston and Shayna Hubers. Some of you may know this story. Garrett definitely does not. Nope. I'm going to list our sources. I had reddit.com, truecasefiles.com, cincinnati.com, lawandcrime.com. And then there was also a two-part series on 48 hours on this, and it was amazing. So check that out. And I know I always say it, but we've been getting a lot of new listeners. So I just wanted to remind everyone or tell everyone, everyone that is new listening, that I've never heard these stories before. Everything's completely new to me. So everything's just my reaction. Yeah. And if you are new, thank you for listening to one of our latest episodes instead of judging us on our earlier episodes. But do go check those out after. Because <laughs> Sometimes I feel bad because I don't know how good our like first Not four episodes are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For our homies who have stuck with us through those first four episodes, you are the true OG murder with my husband listeners. <laughs> okay. So in 2012, Ryan Poston was working as an attorney in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. He was 29 years old, had three younger sisters, and admired his dad, stepdad, and mom. Family meant a lot to him. He was good-looking, kind, smart, very successful. Obviously, he's a lawyer. Um, Shayna Hubers was only 21 at the time. She was a recent graduate of University of Kentucky. She too was beautiful, smart, graduated in three years and was going on to get her master's. She studied psychology, which I think is ironic in this story. So Shayna and Ryan met on Facebook in the spring of 2011. Garrett and I actually met on Instagram and I know that sounds so cliche, but it's a crazy story and we'll have to tell you guys it one time maybe in a different type setting or something like that but now that i look back knowing how much peyton likes murder i'm surprised you didn't think i was gonna kill you i'm surprised i went on a date with you i know well even our first date no i know that's what i mean our first date garrett took me up in the mountains i had no cell service and i didn't even i hadn't even looked at his profile like i said it's a long story of yeah. how we actually ended up on the date. It wasn't a typical Instagram DM situation. But, and I went up without even knowing what he looks like. He just came to my door and I was like, oh, first time looking at him. I was like, okay, hey, let's go. I know, that's crazy. I'll have to tell the story sometime crazy. soon. Okay. So everyone makes a big deal in a lot of the shows I was watching on this that Ryan came across Shayna's provocative pictures on facebook and so they had to start dating because he saw them but at least the pictures that i was shown from what he saw on facebook it was just shana standing at the beach like standing in her swimming suit at the beach oh just in a picture like it wasn't like she was like i don't know like i don't know i don't like the word provocative but like it wasn't like she was posing you know what i'm saying so i was just annoyed by that sentence and Mm -hmm. on almost every source said it and I was just like, because it was almost like the sources were looking, looking at her, at her in a provocative. In that, way. Yeah, and and I'm like, well, okay, whatever. And maybe there were more provocative pictures, and they just didn't show them. And so that could have been. But from what I saw, it was just her in her swimming suit, and I'm like, that's not very provocative, but whatever. <laughs> so they start dating in, in the spring of 2011, and like I mentioned, this is a good-looking couple. 
he's very successful. She was very successful at school. She was going on to get her master's. Both of them very cute. Uh Um, Friends and family claim, though, that from the start of their relationship, it was very, very toxic. It was on and off again, breaking up and getting back together. By 2012, Ryan and Shayna had been going at this continued toxic cycle for almost a year and a half. Throughout all of this turmoil, friends and family who knew the couple say that Shayna was obsessed with Ryan. She would show up at his home unannounced and then refuse to leave. She actually Googled how to pick a lock with a bobby pin because Ryan would lock her out of his home. And so she was like trying to find ways to get in. Text messages and phone logs prove that Ryan had actually attempted to end this relationship for good many, many times. Um, but when Ryan would try to break up with Shayna, she would call him or text him hundreds of times. And I'm not lying that the logs prove it. She would not let him break up with her. Like, like just, I nope, we're done, we're done. And she's like, no, we're not, and show up at his house. That's crazy. Did, she, did he ever get any sort of restraining order or anything? Yeah, so apparently, especially because he's a lawyer, right? So that mm-hmm. question's asked a lot. Apparently in... Um, it's kind of funny. I think people sometimes are going to think this is scripted, but I feel like I'm just getting more used to asking the asking right the right questions. Yeah. I guess in Kentucky law, you have to either live with someone or have been or be married to someone to get a restraining order. And Ooh. these two didn't live together. Okay. Which that law is just weird yeah, because make- I'm thinking I go to a McDonald's and I order and this random guy falls in love with me and he becomes obsessed with me and I can't get a restraining order over yeah, him because I weird. didn't know him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, totally. Um, yeah. So I just, if, if someone in, like if someone knows the reasoning behind that, cause there might be like a, well, they don't want to just be handing them out. You know, there might be a reason behind it, but so if you do know, let us know. So Ryan, when all this would happen, he would eventually, after she had texted him hundreds of times, she would eventually, he would eventually text her that she needs to stop calling and texting him and showing up randomly, but she obviously wouldn't. Did he never just block her number? No. So I'll get to that. Okay. So Ryan texted his cousin during their relationship and said, this is getting to be restraining order level crazy. She's shown up at my condo like three times and refuses to leave each time. He also wrote a friend on Facebook and said, she's literally the craziest effing person I have ever met. She almost scares me. Wow. Back to what you just asked. The confusing part about this relationship was the stalking and obsession was bad. Obviously, we have proof of that. But he would always end up getting back together with her. It was on and off again. So no one in interviews could really give a solid reason why other than that maybe she was just so hard to break up with because she would just stay and text that it was easier to just stay with her than to deal with the aftermath of the breakup. It kind of sounds like your typical, you know, high school relationship, breakup, get, get back, back together, together break up. up. Get back together. Yeah. But I mean, he's telling people she's crazy. She scares me. She mm-hmm. calls me. I've had to, you know like lock my doors on her. I've had to throw her out of my house, but then he gets back together with her. In a text to one of her friends, Shayna said that Ryan was only with her because she made him feel so bad when she would cry about it when they'd break up. Jeez. Okay. And what year are we in again? 2012. Okay. Their relationship started in 2011. Okay. So social media wasn't the, well, Facebook was a thing, but Instagram wasn't wasn't the biggest thing yet. On October 11th, 2012, 
Ryan and Shayna were supposedly back together for the night and had dinner at Ryan's parents' house and then went back to Ryan's house to spend the night. They had a fight that night, and Ryan once again claimed that it was over for good between the two broke up with her. The next day, Ryan told co-workers at work that he had a date that night with Miss Ohio 2012, and he couldn't be more excited. Okay. And every source makes a huge deal that he's going on a <laughs> date with. And she's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, every source, like, makes this just such a big deal. Big deal. deal. Okay. Ryan went home that night to get ready for his date with the Miss America competitor when Shayna showed up unannounced again at his house. Oh my gosh. A while later, a 911 operator gets a call from a woman who claims that she had just killed her boyfriend in self-defense. Shayna Hubers was on the other end of that call, crying and explaining to the operator what happened. And his date is with him as well? No, he didn't oh. ever make it on the date. Okay. He was supposed to be going on the date with her. He's and she getting ready. Sh- and and she showed up, showed up again. And the night before, they had just broken up again. Yeah. Now, if you have never heard, I would highly suggest that you go listen to this 911 call because, because it becomes very important later in the case. Shayna claims on the call that Ryan was pushing her around the house, banging her into shelves and doors. Shayna claims that in the middle of this violent argument, Ryan had grabbed one of his many guns that he had laying around his home. Domestic violence is one of those things that is pretty crazy because you have two people who quote unquote love each other mm-hmm. and emotions get so heated. Yeah. It's just well, it's so I, difficult. I always say that you, the people I will hurt most in my life are most likely the people I love. Mm-hmm. You don't care enough about strangers to hurt them that bad. That's why it's so weird when people kill strangers. Yeah. Um, but you know, I will probably hurt you more in my life than I hurt most other people because I love you. And so e- I love you the most. And so emotions are high. Right. Okay, well, you heard that here. You heard that here first. <laughs> Peyton's probably going to kill me. So no, don't <laughs> just say a, that. Just a heads up to I anyone listening. I would never kill you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Saying what no, I'm know. reiterating what you're saying, the emotions are highest yes. with people that we love. Yeah. So <laughs> scared for her life when he grabbed one of the guns in the middle of their argument. Well, in the middle of him beating her up, essentially, is what she's saying. Shayna tells the 911 operator that she grabbed the gun out of Ryan's hands and shot him. When the operator asks, okay, how long ago was he shot? Because the operator's not trying to see if she's guilty or not. The operator's trying to see if they can save Ryan's life. Yeah. Shayna says, oh, I don't know, about 10 or 15 minutes ago. Not even that long. It's a weird answer. If you know anything about 911 calls, shooting someone and then waiting 10 to 15 minutes to call 911 is actually a very long time. Yeah. It's long enough to let someone completely die before an ambulance can get there and save them. So interesting. That happened in another case we mm -hmm. we just did. Shayna had actually shot Ryan six times. Oh my gosh. Fast forward. We're now at the police station. Cops showed up, took her in, took her to the station. Investigators take Shayna to be interviewed into a room. This immediate interview, or at least portions of it, is accessible to the public, and I would suggest very highly that you watch if you never have watched this interview um this interview is what makes this case i believe that without it i don't think very many people except maybe locals would know about this story now it's important that i tell you that shana's behavior mannerisms and all-around vibe during this interview is off 
she, you know, for just shooting her boyfriend because she was scared for her life because he was beating her up. Everything in this interview is weird. When we started podcasting, an online store was honestly the furthest thing from our minds. But now we're selling Murder With My Husband merch and it's so easy because we use Shopify. And we really do. We use Shopify to sell our merch. I've been using Shopify for years. So it is absolutely amazing, easy to use, so intuitive. I love it. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. And it's great because they grow with you. So whether you're just launching your shop or you've just hit a million orders, they are there every step of the way. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. We've actually tried a couple other platforms before we started using Shopify to sell our merch and Shopify is just the best. Um, I've been using it for years, like I've said, and I just love having control over it and being able to do what I want. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is a global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash husband. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash husband now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash husband. Once you try Bombas, you'll never look at socks the same way again. They've obsessed over details like foot-hugging honeycomb arch support, anti-blister tabs, and cushioned footbeds that feel like pillows for your feet. And let's not forget their super soft tees and tagless underwear. Bombas has a one purchased equals one donated mission. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you also donate essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. Today, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. Bombas also offers a 100% happiness guarantee. So whether your socks disappear in the dryer or they become a snack for your dog, they will actually do anything possible to replace it or make it right. They've also got this new Merino wool blend socks that naturally wick moisture and help regulate temperatures perfect for that rainy or unpredictable spring weather. You guys, I love Bombas. I literally wear them all the time. I love that every purchase means a donation to someone in need. And it's not just their socks either. I also love their tees and underwear they're so soft they pay attention to details i just really really love bombas get comfy this spring and give back with bombas head over to bombas.com husband and use code husband for 20 percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s.com husband and use code husband at checkout we're jumping into an ad right now and i no joke i've had this question i think about it all the time because i hate getting sick do you ever wonder why some people just don't get sick? One of the reasons you can help yourself from getting sick is Armra Colostrum. Okay, obviously I had no idea that colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life and is an exclusive source of all the essential nutrients we need in order to thrive. So what's amazing is Armra colostrum is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that harnesses over 400 functional nutrients to strengthen your immune barriers, your body's inside suit of armor, and the first line of defense against harmful particles from the environment that can trigger inflammation and actually make make you sick. I'm not saying that it 100% works for everybody because obviously you never know, but 
All I'm saying is I haven't been sick since I started taking it. Well, and the science behind it is so cool. Armor Colostrum strengthens all four layers of your gut wall where 80% of your immune cells are housed. And it's a rich exclusive source of antibodies that optimize your immune defense during cold and flu season. Plus in clinical trials, bovine colostrum was found to be at least three times more effective than the flu vaccine at preventing the flu. We've worked out a special offer for our audience receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash husband or enter husband to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A dot com slash husband. Now, I won't judge people on how they grieve because we never know until we are in that situation how we would handle it. But this is one of the most bizarre adult interviews I have ever watched. As soon as police sit down with Shayna, she immediately asks for a lawyer, which smart. Um, well, she doesn't say I want a lawyer. She's like, I'm obviously going to want a lawyer, right? Oh, okay. And they're like, okay, yeah. Um, the cop tells her that's fine, but we won't be able to ask you any more questions until your lawyer gets here, okay? Um, and she says, okay. But then she just immediately keeps talking. She's like, well, it was self-defense. He he was horrible to me. I just, I just shot him. Okay. And... So they just they just sit there like, okay, well, are we getting her a lawyer or not? But she just keeps talking. Yeah. The very first sign that something was very, very wrong. And I mean, when I watched this part, it was like a movie. The cop says, okay, just stay here. Um, I have to leave the room for a second. And Shayna's like, okay. And the cop stands up to start leaving. And she starts making this sound like a well or a sob or a cry. Um, and her face is like in the Kim Kardashian cry face, like just super dramatic, just like, like you would think someone was chopping her arm off. Like fake, like she's faking it. Well, no, I'm, we don't know, but she's, it's very over the top. She was totally fine just talking to the cop. And then as soon as he gets up to say, he's going to leave, she's like, okay. And then just starts wailing and like her shoulders and her chest are heaving like like she's crying, like she's mm-hmm. starting to cry or like have a panic, like something's wrong. Like realize what she just did? I don't know, but the 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 guy who's interviewing her has already kind of got up and turned to leave the room and he kind of says, he doesn't turn completely around, but he says, you're going to be fine. And she's like, <gasps> you know, she's yeah, like yeah, heaving. Yeah. And then he opens the door and as soon as the door in the room closes and he's out of that room she just literally completely stops and just starts picking her nails like she had no idea that you could see into the room no like she didn't know that it was being recorded from the top of the corner of the room but she's seriously (laughs) like (sighs) and then as soon as the door closes she just stops and just starts playing with her nails like her face literally goes from kim kardashian to normal in a split second. That's crazy. As soon as the door closes. And so she's obviously acting. Like everyone, yeah. everyone is like, oh. it's It was so weird because most of the time you don't see that in adult interviews. I mean, again, it's just a pattern of what we see in all these cases. Mm-hmm. They freak out and then they're just like, oh yeah, I'm fine. And yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's so weird. Um, it always confuses me when people don't know that they're being recorded in the top corner of these rooms because they're always on. There's always a video camera for everyone's safety. You know, they might bring one down and record their face like if they're recording an interrogation. But I'm, there's always a security camera. Even in every TV show you ever watch, there's like, always there's a, a camera. security camera. And the best part is that every other investigator that's on this case or that has any interest in it is watching 
that live feed. They're watching the security cameras live feed in another room. Yeah. And so everyone that's watching was like, holy crap. Like, did you guys just see that? Like, she just completely turned off her emotion as soon as he walked out of the room. It was so That is so weird. weird. Um, so they take a minute, the cops take a minute to start the actual interview. And during this time, Shayna tries to talk to anybody who will listen, literally anybody who comes in the room, even if it's the janitor, she just tries to talk to them. Like she can't shut up. And she asks one officer how he got his teeth so white. And it's not like, Oh, I'm sad. I need to take my mind off it. Like, Hey, I noticed your teeth are really white. What do you use? It's just like, Hey, your teeth are so white. It's like casual conversation. Like they're standing in line together at target. Yeah. It makes no sense. She asks another cop, you know, um, if I go to gel, do they let me shower there or will I just get like really dirty? What? And the cops like, Oh, okay. So when officers leave the room empty, this is when Shayna's most bizarre behavior during this interview happens. And oh, it's chilling no. to witness. And you can see this on all the cameras still? Yeah, and you can go look it up now. I watched all of the footage. That's so freaky. So when no one's in the room, I don't think she realizes that she's being recorded. She walks around the tiny room. It's like the size of this room. It's just an interrogation room. Um, She walks around it aimlessly, singing, snapping her fingers, dancing. She literally does some pirouettes while she's humming. Uh, She sings Amazing Grace. And I was actually kind of bummed out because she has a really good voice oh my god and, and i'm just like why didn't i get a good voice <laughs> <laughs> i just want to be a singer so bad that's true peyton and i for those who don't know we cannot sing oh but we try we do try. we try so hard every time we're in the car we try so hard i think we've mentioned it before that we can't sing but we really can't sing and we both want to sing i said if i had a genie one of my wishes would be that i could sing. To sing literally <laughs> that's how bad i want to sing so i was just annoyed that shana crazy pants got a good voice and i didn't um at one point she gleefully and yes i mean gleefully says out loud to herself i did it yes i did it i shot him i did it oh my gosh no way And she's like dancing while she's saying it she's like i did it you know what kind of came to my head what um like Dora the Explorer. I we did, did it. it. We, we did, did it. it. We, we did, did it. it. Yeah. It's <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> dun, 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 yeah, exactly. Okay, fine. We'll do a musical number for you guys. <laughs> That's crazy though. Oh yeah. Wow. So does that count as a confession? Well, the, she had already, she called and said she shot him. Oh, Remember, she's, sorry. I she got called, confused. No, no yeah. but out of, yes. out of self-defense they is what I'm saying. They use this whole interview against her in trial. Okay. This whole weird, they use all of this. This is this is why I'm saying if this interview didn't exist, if she just actually sat and waited for a lawyer, I don't know if the outcome of this whole case would be the same. Got it. At this point, police are having to take shifts to go in there because she won't shut up and it's and is talking their ears off about stupid stuff and so they're getting exhausted. So they're taking like five-minute shifts each to go in and watch her. Finally... When the interview actually starts, Shayna goes off about the history of abuse that she had faced from Ryan. She claims that she feared for her life. The damning part of this interview was when Shayna was explaining the actual incident, and she claims that she picked up the gun off of the table in the middle of them fighting. 
Remember that she told yep. the 911 operator that she wrestled the gun out of his hands. So she changes her story about how she got the gun. Everyone always changes the story. Officers obviously don't say anything. They just keep letting, you know, her talk. This is more just like, okay, this is a confessional for her and we're just going to use everything against her. We're not actually going to interrogate her at this point. Um, so I'm going to read some of what was in this police interview video. Shana says, and he was lying with his face on the table, like twitching. And so I knew he was going to die. And when I walked around the table, um, I think that's where I shot him in the head. I shot him probably like six times. I shot him in the head. He fell onto the ground. He was like laying there like this. And then she gets down onto the floor in like a weird position. Um, his glasses were still on and he was like twitching some more. And so I shot him a couple more times just to make sure that he was dead because I just didn't want to watch him die. Not, oh, because I didn't want him to suffer. Oh, it was, I didn't want to so go you through just, that. This was word for word what she word said. Word for word what she said. I just read word for word what she said. Oh, that's mind blowing. She says, then later she says to uh, a lady officer, I knew that he was going to die and have a completely deformed face. Um, and he's kind of very vain and he wanted to get a nose job. He's just that kind of person. And so I shot him right here and she points at the nose and then she kind of laughs, but she like has to stifle the laugh. And she goes, I gave him the nose job he always wanted. Oh my gosh. She's crazy. Yeah. She's legit but crazy. She turns her laugh like she chuckles and then she kind of turns it into a cry. Like she's like, I gave him the nose job he always wanted. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So like we all have stuff that stresses us out, right? Whether it's big or small, it can really get to us if we keep it all inside. And therapy is a safe space to just let it all out and figure out how to deal with the stuff that's weighing us down. And I am such a huge advocate for therapy. It truly has changed my life for the better. I could go on and on. I feel like I have the tools now to handle panic attacks or just major stressors in life and also a safe space to say whatever I need to say to an unbiased party. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash husband today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash husband. Taking charge of my health is all about being super conscious of what I fuel my body with. Whether it's food or supplements, I'm constantly on the lookout for the top choices, and that's why I'm stoked to share with all of you Thorn. Thorn takes a personalized, innovative, and scientific approach to health and wellness with their supplements. They manufacture all their supplements in the U.S. using top-notch ingredients sourced globally. Plus, they team up with leading medical professionals to bring you highly effective nutritional supplements. Whether it's their B-complex, creatine, magnesium, or basic prenatal, Thorn's got all the supplements I need to help promote and maintain my health goals. You guys, I'm actually taking the B-complex vitamins every single morning, and I feel like it enhances my my energy and mood, especially if we've been eating a little bit unhealthy. With Thorn, we never have to question what's in each supplement because they go the extra mile when it comes to quality, manufacturing, and ingredients. Give your body what it really needs with Thorn. Go to thorn.fit slash husband and use code husband for 10% off your first order. That's T-H-O-R-N-E dot F-I-T slash husband, code husband for 10% off your first order. Thorn 
dot slash husband code husband. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, you guys, Audible is your one-stop app for all things audio entertainment, from bestsellers and the latest releases to celebrity memoirs and gripping mysteries. Audible's library is brimming with countless genres to love and new discoveries to make. Dive into an unparalleled selection of audiobooks and explore exclusive Audible originals brought to life by top celebrities, renowned experts, and fresh voices. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog in including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Plus, you can enjoy unlimited access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts such as Murder With My Husband. Honestly, I love Audible because I will get into a story while I'm cleaning or driving. Sometimes I get so hooked listening to a story, I just end up finding new places to clean or just end up sitting in my car, which drives Garrett nuts, but I'm out there sitting there. New members can explore Audible free for 30 days. Also this March through May, the Audible sweep you into a realm of intrigue and suspense with their mystery and thriller collection, featuring exclusive new thrillers from their best-selling authors. Their selection is designed to captivate and surprise ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination. New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. So has she always been... Like, did anyone ever suspect that she would do something like this? Well, not that they put on the the interviews... Everyone was like, no, she, I mean, she was very dramatic. She was intense. Like people said she was into, you know, theater at school and she was into drama and she was always dramatic about her high school boyfriends, but never like, oh, she was going to kill somebody. I just think it's crazy. You can go from, how you can just kill someone like that. I, I don't even and know. And then be laughing about yeah. it. Like the, like, and walking around aimlessly singing Amazing Grace and, and, and acting like Dora the Explorer. I was thinking, you know, shooting someone two or three times. I know, right? Makes makes more sense. But shooting mm-hmm. someone six times after they're on the floor, mm-hmm. already shot in the head. Shot him in his nose. That's just... So yeah. that's the weird part is it's like if it's self-defense. So, okay, it either was two shots, then a break, then four shots, or four shots, then a break, and then two shots. That's what the neighbor said. Okay. And so she either went bang, bang, walked over to him on the floor and went bang, 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 bang into his head. Or she went bang, 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 walked over to him, two final shots into his head. Either way, she shoots him. She's no longer in danger. He's he's on the ground, and she walks over and finishes the job. That's crazy. Police end up arresting Shayna for for murder after the two-and-a-half-hour interrogation. Upon investigating further into Shayna and Ryan's lives, the most incriminating evidence of all was the text messages that was shared between the two. Uh, the cops said there was hundreds of thousands of text messages between the two from 2011 to 2012. Wow. Police say for every text that Ryan sent, there was probably 50 on Shayna's side. So one text for Ryan was 50 to Shayna. So much back and forth of Ryan telling her to leave him alone, stop, stop bombarding me with messages, and then she would just continue doing it until he would answer. She, they said there was one point where she sent 90 text messages to him until he answered her. Wow. Um, a point that Shayna had that the police uncovered throughout the investigation was the fact that Ryan was in the middle of a lawsuit with his ex-work partner and had actually shown some pretty aggressive signs of anger about it. 
Um, she claimed in her interview, you know, he was in a lawsuit and it made him really scary. He was super aggressive and angry about it. And then in investigation, they found a couple messages on Facebook that Ryan had sent to people showing his frustration, not on Shayna, but on the situation with the work partner. Mm-hmm. They were definitely strange um, talking about wanting to hurt the world for what's going on. Um, but he never directed the anger towards Shayna in those messages. Upon investigating Ryan's house, um, where the apparent violent argument and struggle ensued, there were absolutely no signs of a fight ever taking place. The bookshelf that Shayna claimed that he threw her into in the middle of the fight that night was in perfect condition. There were actually bullets, like he had decorated the bookshelf with bullets standing up, and yeah. all of them were still standing up. If someone had even bumped that bookshelf, they would have knocked over. Yeah, no, for sure. Police had a hard time believing that she had been thrown around the condo before shooting him in self-defense due to the lack of physical evidence of that happening at the condo. Trial for the murder of Ryan Poston began in April of 2015. So this murder happened in 2012. And then the trial against her didn't happen until 2015, two and a half years after Shayna had shot him six times at his home. Um, kind of going back a little bit, but did the attorney ever show up in the interview? No. No. So what because happened? Because they, they, just... they had her, they read her her Miranda rights and then just interviewed her because she just kept talking. Because she just kept going. Okay. Yeah. So she asked for, almost like she knew she was supposed to, but she couldn't not. She yeah. couldn't not tell them what happened. No, that just came to my mind all of a sudden. Oh, I just no, remembered, yeah. wait, what happened to the I guess I never even followed up. the attorney? So Shayna and the defense team at trial would stick to their claim of killing him in self-defense while the prosecution would say that Shayna was obsessed with Ryan and that night um, when he tried to officially end it again and go on his date with um, Miss Ohio, she finally lost it coming back to kill him the next night. Many people testified at trial. Shayna did not take the stand. A weird detail that came out at trial was that the night before the murder, when Shayna and Ryan got into the fight where he ended it, Shayna didn't actually leave his condo after he broke up with her. He instead went to bed and she went into his living room and called her mom, who drove all the way to Ryan's house in the middle of the night so that Shayna could be held by her. That's what the mom said. She said, oh, she just needed her mommy to come hold her feet. Her so, mom said that. Yeah. And so her, like she agreed to doing it. Mm -hmm. Her mom throughout this whole thing claims that Shayna did. Shayna murdered him out of self-defense and he was completely abusive. And Shayna's a little baby and she would never do anything. And she's an angel. Oh, my till, gosh. Still to this day, she claims yeah. that. It was a very... They never like came out in the interview. They never came out in any of the sources or the shows I watched saying like, this relationship between mom uh -huh. and Shayna's weird, but it was, it was weird. Yeah, it seems like, like it. people were saying they've always been best friends. They were always just two peas in a pod and you watching Shayna's mom. And I'm not taking away from the fact that this whole situation puts both sides of the families in very uncomfortable and hard situations. Yeah. But she was very, very, um, your textbook, mom who doesn't believe that her kid does anything wrong so he didn't know that she didn't leave the apartment no so the mom comes over she holds shana's all night what? and then when ryan woke up that morning he came out and found 21 year old shana being held by her mom inside his condo so his her mom came into his condo in the middle of the night and when he woke up she was still in the condo and then that day he, he was, was like, shot. Yes. That night he got shot. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. So Shayna admitted to the cops that she had to release the safety on the gun before she shot Ryan. And the cops took this as proof that the shooting was premeditated because if she would have had to stop to think about it, like what she was doing, taking off the safety. I think this statement is weird and maybe I'm understanding it wrong, but if it truly was self-defense, like take, we're not talking about Mm -hmm. Shayna and Ryan anymore. We're talking about a different situation. Um, She would still need to shut the the safety off to protect herself. She wouldn't stop just, oh, I have to turn the safety off. I guess I'll just let this guy kill me. Like that doesn't really, like that doesn't mean premeditation to in my head. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. It will. So it also depends what kind of gun she has, but she had to flip it off on the side. Okay. It, was a, it wasn't just well, like yeah, the one should, where you have to hold it down. Uh-huh. It I mean, unless flip. you're like, I could be totally wrong. This is just my opinion, mm-hmm. but unless you're very familiar with guns and know how they operate, it's not it's usually not the first thing you think of like to react that fast oh, for her to be I like oh gun safety off i'm he, ready to go oh because at you know trial so i need to probably say this um at trial they change her story so you know how she was like so the first time on the 911 operator call she says he grabbed the gun and then i grabbed it and shot mm-hmm. it second time she says we were in the middle of argument he was calling me horrible things i felt scared for my life so i grabbed the gun off the table and shot him got it at trial they change the story again, her side, her defense team changes it again and says, no, he was charging her. And so she grabbed the gun. So maybe that's what cops mean. She would have had to flip the safety oh, off in been, time. It would have been like she was trained and knew what she was doing because to do it that fast is pretty okay, impressive. I figured I misunderstood because I was like, you're literally discrediting, discrediting any victim who's ever had to use something for yeah. self-defense. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, At trial, it comes out that before the shooting, Shayna had told her friends that Ryan was evil and that she wishes that they would go to a shooting range on a date so that she could turn around and shoot him and play it like it's an accident. She said that to people. Where where were they living at again? This is Kentucky. Okay, so maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she was familiar with guns, but that's just... I think she was because she went to shooting ranges all the time she had pictures of shooting ranges on her social media i mean i guess obviously she knew how to shoot him and she knew what she was doing so yeah forensics proved during trial that Shayna was lying about the first shot so she says he was charging her and she shot him they said this is an inaccurate um because the range that the bullet was held for entrance was at a down range meaning that she had to have been over him and he was below her when the first shot was fired almost like he was sitting at the table and she walked over and shot him in the head because it, it was angled down. Oh. Which wouldn't have been the case if he was charging her because he's taller than her. Mm-hmm. Shayna claimed in her police interview that she fired the last four shots into an almost already dead and helpless Ryan because she couldn't bear to watch him twitch. Um, we kind of already talked about that. Some friends from prison said that Shayna... Okay, so she made friends in prison. Girlfriends. They came to the trial and testified against her. So what? apparently they weren't that good of friends. Yeah. They stated that Shayna had told them that she hadn't actually acted in self-defense that night that and that sometimes during their relationship she would give herself bruises and then walk over to the neighbor so that they would think that he was being abusive to her during their relationship. And this is important because neighbors came in and testified for her saying she had bruises and came over and told us he was abusive. But then her gel mates came in oh and said gosh. she told us that she used to do that on purpose. She is crazy. They said that Shayna had found out about Ryan's date that night with Miss Ohio and lost it. It was her breaking point. It only took the jury an hour to come back with a guilty verdict on in 2015. And 
Shayna was sentenced to 40 years for the murder of Ryan Poston. But wait, there's more. <laughs> After her conviction, Shayna fell in love with Unique Taylor, who is a transgender man who was serving in the same place with her, and they get married in prison. Okay. But wait, there's more. <laughs> in August of 2016, the original conviction was overturned because one of the jurors was a felon. Really? Yeah. So, but how was it that juror's fault? Like how, because there was a... Because he lied. Oh. He was, a, he was a felon and lied about it. So they just overturned the case? Yep. That's what happens. Oh, I didn't know that. Because so everyone has a right to a fair trial. Oh, so it wasn't technically a fair, fair trial. trial. Because okay. he could have been swayed. Okay, so what happened? So after months of delays and figuring things out, a new trial began again against Shayna for the murder of Ryan. Everyone would have to go through a whole new trial again. And this is a big deal because his family finally got that justice and closed that part of this morning. Mm-hmm. And then... It gets overturned by luck, not nothing to do with her. And then she's like, nope, I'm not going to plead guilty. I'm going to put everyone through another trial again. Mm. And I'm going to stick to my I'm innocent. The new trial began in August of 2018. So keep in mind, oh, got so overturned recently. in 2016. Um, I guess she went, put them through a whole bunch of delays. Like any chance she could get, she would delay. Yeah. Shayna testified at this trial. So at the first trial, she didn't. The second trial, she got on ch- on stand and testified. And I think this was the knell in the coffin because she has freaking diarrhea out the mouth. I kid you not. <laughs> Everything that she did in her oh, interview yeah. was just happened again at trial. So what'd she say? Just everything that she basically said in the interview. She just oh. would go off, change her story, and then... The same defense, the same prosecution team was like, you've changed your story three times. And she was like, well, I can imagine everyone just sitting there with their mouths open. Like what What is going on? So she was convicted guilty once again, but this time the jury sentenced her to life in prison. Okay. Which is way better than 40 years. Yep. Ryan's family wasn't surprised to hear the guilty verdict once again, especially after her testifying, but there were audible gasps and you can hear it in the tapes when life in prison was read because, you know, the first time she gets 40 years and then she comes back thinking, oh, I was so lucky it got overturned. I'm going to come back and I'm going to get out. And instead of just getting put back in prison for 40 years, she gets put back in for life. For life. For having to go through everything all over again for their son. This was justice for Ryan's family. They do state that nothing will bring him back and that her sentence doesn't change the fact that he was taken away, but that civil justice is good. Yeah. And that's the story of Ryan Poston and Shayna Hubers. It's so hard because when you were first telling the story, I was like, well, I mean, you can't just call a girl crazy. I mean, you can't call See, anyone and I, crazy. I, I feel that way too. That's why I wish they would have published Girl, some guy. Of I mean, you just you can't call someone crazy without knowing the details, but yeah. after and those details... And everyone has control over their own body and everyone has control over their own actions. Um, But it, you know, even in high school, I would see girls who these guys would drive them to crazy. They would drive them to mad. They would do horrible, manipulative, emotionally abusive things. I think everyone has some sort of toxic or crazy relationship at some point. Yeah. And, and then the girl would be pegged as crazy. And I'm like, exactly that guy, like 
I wouldn't, I don't blame her, you know? It's like that Beyonce song where it's like, would I rather be crazy or something? And she's like, I'd rather be crazy. But this whole new level. I mean, she was crazy. This I'm was not sorry. okay. What happened to Ryan was no. not okay. No, that was completely I'm not justifying different. anything that happened to him. You, There's a, you know, killing someone not in self-defense because what I'm taking from this whole thing, and I'm going to have to take it because she was convicted guilty, is there was no fight. She well, came in, shot him while he was sitting down at a table. It was not yeah. self-defense. I mean, I probably wouldn't have said she was crazy until he she killed them. And now that's just a whole, not even that she killed them. All the police videos. That and is the what tapes, did it for me. I was like, this that's girl, what did it for me. Too. nuts. I think before we see a lot of, you know, it's it's not that rare to find a girl who's going to text a guy 90 times until he answers. It's <laughs> honestly not that rare. What is rare is pretending that you're welling and crying after you just killed someone. And then as soon as the cop walks out of the room, you're fine. Payton That's what's rare. Peyton doesn't text me 90 times. Don't worry. No. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. We're always together. So we never even text each other. I know, we never other. even text. <laughs> no, but I mean, you, like you said, everyone has that toxic mm-hmm. relationship and you know people love can drive people to do some weird things. oh man she's crazy that's <laughs> it's crazy to me that she sat there too and was like i did it oh my oh, gosh singing i need to, I need wa- to show I, you i need to yeah i should probably watch this i don't know if i will but <laughs> garrett doesn't want anything to do with these crimes after yeah. we've talked about them i just listened to no, the, the best here. part is when i post it finally on social media he'll come up to me and be like oh my gosh that's what they looked like oh yeah <laughs> you never, I never even go look it up after you yeah just, that's a good point as soon as i post it you're like wow i didn't I can't believe they looked like that. I also never re-listen like Mm-mm. to the podcast. Peyton and I were talking about that the other night because she re-listens and edits. Yeah, I just, yeah, I feel like I, I listen so much. And then I get in my friend, I have one friend who listens and we get in her car and it's playing. And that's what's weird is I don't really mind listening to my own voice when i'm editing but then when i'm in front of people and they're listening to it it gets a little uncomfortable yeah i'm like ooh, i don't know um so yeah thank you kiana if that's how i say it for sending this in uh it was an awesome case i garrett did you enjoy this case i did enjoy this case in a non-enjoyable in a way. non-enjoyable way <laughs> okay guys well that's the story of ryan poston i love it and i hate it goodbye I'm John. And I'm Jessica. Our podcast entails everything from the paranormal and mysterious to murdery and comedy. You are looking to sit back, relax, and have a few laughs while learning something new. We are here to drag you through the depths of the world while leaving you hanging in thought. Come join us on your favorite platform to listen anytime and for more information on upcoming shows and how you could be a part of our show. 